Hey y'all, this is NFT with Sammy, and we've got Andalou from EverEye today, here to talk about his project, his background. He also talks about community, guys, and it's, I found it really impactful, so I'm excited for you guys to hear. And in short, we basically chill chat for an hour, so I hope you guys enjoy. It's on the podcast. Yo! <laughs> yeah, I, yo, I'm actually, like, no lie, but I'm like... I'm excited to pod with you because, like, since we met in person, I'm, like, so much more comfortable and, like, and, like, I feel like you're pretty comfortable with, like, talking and, like, chilling. So I'm, like, oh, my God. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I'm, I'm the same vibe. <laughs> it's just, like, let's just talk and see what we talk about pretty much. Yo, that sometimes makes the best podcast, yeah. though. Especially, like, <laughs> I'm, like, thinking that down the line I should do a podcast where I'm, like, super wasted and see, like, what comes <laughs> out. <laughs> The truth to drink pods. Yes, <laughs> like the after hours pod. Like just get yeah. let's get wasted with me and talk NFTs. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. those are the most fun ones too. Like the after hours pod, you just go yolo, talk about whatever's. Yeah, yo, do yeah. it, do it with me next time. We just get like super wasted. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm gonna have like a karaoke night on Friday. People have been asking, so I'm like, all right, just gonna go drink a bit, and then anything is possible. <laughs> That'd be so fun to have like a karaoke night during NFT LA weekend with like uh, NFT peeps. Oh my God. I know that's the way. I mean, K Town's where it's at. I'm sure there's like a whole crew that would be uh, down to rally with us. So there's yeah. no doubt about that. <laughs> my IRL job before, which was like a content producing for like some esports stuff. And then uh, I met the team here at Screenshot, and then I was like, yeah, I'll come in as, like, a consultant, you know, see what's up. And then <laughs> literally, like, a week later, I was like, yeah, so I'm going to quit my other job, <laughs> and I'll go full-time starting now. So here we go. <laughs> wait, how, wait, so so wait, you, you joined Screenshot, and then you quit shortly after to go full send into Web3? No, 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 I, I joined, so I quit my other job to join Screenshot full-time and full send Web3. Oh, yeah. wait, okay, wait, so wait, yeah. what is what is Screenshot then, Web3 company? Yeah, yeah, so it's a Web3 creative company, and most of most of our focus is in, like, games, but, like, games and IP development, uh, and we're a funded company based out of Paris, and most of the team is out there, and I came in when we founded in, like, uh, July, came in as, like, an early co-founder, and essentially I was just here to, to like, build community, right, and that's what, that's what I told the team from day one, it was just, like, if I'm here, I'll just be the voice of the community, whether it's like positive or negative, like I'll always echo the community, you know, like make sure we make good decisions that benefit like the long-term longevity of the community. And then, you know, the other two co or we have three, uh, four of us total, two co-founders, other co-CTOs. So they've been in blockchain, Chris and Remy since like 2018. And they launched an on-chain game back then called Game of Blocks, which we ended up relaunching in August. And then our CEO and like the first founder is uh, Brian, who, you know, he's, he's a seasoned, He's an entrepreneur, had like two exits in France, and then this is his uh, third company. So basically, like we were brought in together all through Brian, and he raised like an initial round of funding, it allowed us to like, you know, focus on what we're doing full time. You know, Chris and Remy both have kids and a family. I should be more quote unquote serious with life. So I was just like, it's good that we have, you know, we're, it's, it's operated like a legit company, right? Like, you know, we have salaries, benefits, like pay our taxes, you know, yeah. like, so, so it was just cool to have that stability in web three, because I was always kind of like, uh, an investor. And then before I had like higher risk tolerance for trading. So I would just YOLO trade half the day, but then, yeah, then I got into Axie pretty like probably like mid, like, or I'd say like late spring of last year, like early summer. So Axie was like my, my first degen thing and ended up like breeding and started a guild. And then from there, it was just like, you know, full on game of blocks and Everi. And then whenever I started in like July, 
it was, I was pretty much there for like the the whole ideation of it and, and all of us as together. It's just crazy, you know, because back then we were just talking about the lore, you know, like what is like the universe that ever I lives in? And yeah. then like who would have thought that like that becomes our brand now, you know? So it was just a it was just a cool experience and I'm just like thankful to be a part of the team and they, they keep trying to get me to go to Paris every other day. So, no! <laughs> so I'll probably Yeah, yeah. Wait, I'll you probably should end up there at some point. You should I know, yeah. So they, that's the thing. That's the thing. I was like, Paris is kind of tight. <laughs> Wait, yeah. you started. You you started NFTs like really early, like last spring. That's probably, probably honestly one of the earliest I've heard from anyone I've like interviewed. Yeah, I mean, like it was like for me. I've, I just thought it was like cool at first, and then like when I was like, what got me into it? I mean, I was trading shit coins at first, <laughs> so it was just like you know, it's kind of like that was like my first. I mean, I bought Ethereum a long time ago, and it was just kind of like you know, I don't know what this is gonna be like in tw like tw early, you know, like twenty, I think twenty eighteen something. But I had nothing, you know, I didn't know what to do with it, so I was just holding it. And then NFTs came, so I'm like, oh, this is what I could do with it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I didn't get any of like the early NFTs, sadly. I was just always like on the fence, you know, with like shit coins. And at that time, I was still into like some stock option stuff. And then, you know, I was a GME AMC to the moon. <laughs> you know? And in hindsight, I was like, what a distraction. What a distraction from the true goal, which was NFTs, yeah, you know? For real, for real. Yeah, yo, my cousin yeah. is still like hoping on that stuff. Like, I'm like, yo, yo. you need to get into NFTs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm long gone for that. I like got out and then just rolled that over into like Axie stuff, and I was just like, okay, we're good. Yeah, but no, I was like, a, I was a, I was an Axie, uh, Axie Maxi back in the day. You know, even when I went to like NFT NYC, it was like, you know, I was kicking it with like the play to earn people. Even though like play to earn last year, it added to NFT NYC was like so small. It was yeah. just like a group of our friends like kicking it at a bar basically you know everyone else is like in line for this party we're like can we just go talk about games and play yo is is screenshot in any way like affiliated with uh ever i at all yeah 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 so screenshot okay. is the team behind ever so all of us are are working on it and our core okay. team is essentially like a core team of like six people and we scale up to like 10 if you include like you know some content producers when we outsource stuff for like you know music and stuff like that and then, um, and essentially, like this is our our second project. So, Game of Blocks is our first one, and we just released Game of Blocks to, just like a fun way to like give away 721 assets to the community. So we just yeah. built a bunch of little mini games, and then you know it was it, the first project was supposed to be more than just like a fun giveaway. But you know it, the community that that came in are just awesome over there, and we essentially were like you know we love Game of Blocks, and, and for us it's like we we're, we're all like degenerate like World of Warcraft players and. Like, <laughs> Forex, like civilization, you know, so like those sim games and, and yeah. like, you know, resource management stuff. So we just had the community vote, like, should we make, you know, Game of Blocks a play to earn, right? And we had ideas for it. So they voted for that. So that project's still ongoing. And then the whole time too, Everi has been developing, like mostly on, you know, back then it was mostly just about really ensuring like the universe made sense to scale. Cause for us, it's just all about expanding the universe. And then yep. also like the art, the art went through like so many iterations for the first, first iteration. You know, I, I have so much love for the attention to detail of the team, you know, even if it like yeah. push, pushes the deadline, cause our, our initial timeline back then was to launch Everi in like December, but oh. essentially, yeah, essentially, you know, but like game of blocks is picking up. So our dev team was just focusing on creating new stuff for the community to play. And then the artists were like, Hey, if I had more time, like we can make this, you know, our dream, you know, essentially as artists, right? Like full creative, just do whatever they want. 
Yep. So that's why that's what I ended up launching now. And it's just crazy to see. I think it's, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason. And essentially, like, I think if we were to rush it back then, quality wouldn't be at like a standard we were happy yet. So we ended up just, you know, whenever it's ready, let us know. It's pretty much where it's at. So yeah. it's like we're launching it uh, now with the mints happening in a few weeks here. So I don't know. So we're really stoked with it. But yeah, it's the same core team. You know, I'm, I'm on both projects. Our, our CTOs are on both projects. You know, we, we have, I, I, you know, essentially like for Game of Boss community to help scale my team, I really like look to elevate people within the community. So some people that were just started as mods are like now, you know, part of our community team on Game of Blocks. And it's just, yeah. it's just been cool to like, see, I'm not going to lie. It's the bandwidth on managing two projects is always uh, interesting. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like when you said two projects, I was like, yo, how do you like, how do you like balance all that? It's like balance that just like in web three and how do you balance like IRL life and like not oh, going I insane? IRL. I don't have IRL life. <laughs> no, but it, no, I mean, like for like the web three part of it, I think, you know, a lot of it is setting expectations. Like before we launched ever, I was like, Hey, you know, game of lots of community, I'll be here less. It doesn't mean, you know, I'm not here. It's just yeah. like, you know, I got to focus on like, you know, fostering the Everite community right now because the Game of Boss community is in a good state. And then it's essentially too, like on the timelines on development, like really ensuring that the dev teams are able to allocate the time necessary to do both. So, you know, with the leads of the dev teams being our CTOs, right? Like it's ping ponging between the game development, then also, you know, the smart contract for Everite. Yeah. And then for Game of Blocks, right? Like we scaled our dev team. So we have a few devs that are just always working on like fixes and updates there. And with our CTOs are being the ones that are creating the smart contract for Everi. And then kind of when that's all fixed out, right? It's swapping back because like the next iteration for Game of Blocks is farming and they're, and they're super different yeah. projects, right? So we, we learned a lot from Game of Blocks too, where it's just like Game of Blocks, like the full focus is the game, right? There's yeah. not, it's not about like the IP or about like the universe expansion. It's all about like, playing these mini games, which are essentially like sandbox tests for our main game. Yeah. And then to earn, you know, to earn these assets. So in that way, it's, it's kind of nice, right? Cause we focus like the development team on, on that aspect. And then we focus like our writing team and our artists on, uh, and our brand designers on like Everize universe. Right. Yep. So in that way, it's like two different teams, like working on like two different projects, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like, they both benefit each other too. So it's yeah. like the Game of Blocks holders, like from the beginning, we're like, you know, you guys have a whitelist forever. I don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, they've supported us from the beginning. It's just like, you know, if you're holding a Game of Blocks asset and you're like a top 1000, like you're good there. That's actually really cool though, that you guys, it sounds like you guys are optimizing your resources, but also like, it, it's nice that you had Game of Blocks. And like, I think you mentioned, like, it's just nice to learn off of that and then use what you've learned to build like Everi. I that like, that's yeah. not really nice so much learn from that like i think a lot of like the big learnings was also like about the expectations you know and then also like how do you you know because like at the end of the day like ever like our ultimate ambition is still a game right but like a yep. big thing we learned is like with game of blocks is a perfect example right like if the only thing you promise and like the community looking forward to is a game Mm -hmm. right then like let's be realistic like making a game is no easy task it takes time it takes resources it takes so much iteration yeah right and i think that for game of blocks it made sense right because like it that that's what it that's what it was built for us so it's it's like a 2d like board game right so it's actually simpler but for Everride, we had like bigger ambitions for the game to be and, and it kind of like opened up our eyes to the and azuki also did too with like the idea of like building brands 
And then yep. that's like where, you know, all those learnings combine. We're like, you know what? Like we have the foundation to ex expand this universe and to build this IP. And if we take some time to like strategize around the best way to do that, you know, it's essentially where we ended up today, right? Because we didn't just want Everide to be like, yeah, we want to make a game for all your heroes. Yeah. So buy the NFT and then hold until you get the game. Because I was like, dude, come on, man. I, I wouldn't even hold that long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just like that's the only promise. But like, we're really excited where we landed with like expanding the IP, expanding universe, like creating experiences for the holders to partake in that universe building. Because I think it's something special that, that Web3 allows where it's just like now, like people could build a brand and really build IP up, right? Whereas before, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I can, like most of the time, like a lot of studios, a lot of companies are like building IP or building games in, behind closed doors, right? Like they, they could be writing a movie for like years and no one would ever know, yeah. you know? But now it's just like a unique spot where essentially like yeah, the community can build together, right? And, and uh, using like the foundation that we built as a team and, and the more that we release and the more that, you know, we provide as like building blocks, right? And then like including the community in that process. And that's where like all the dope ideas are formed, right? People always ask me to like, so, you know, what do you think about this? I was like, yeah, we're gonna do this, you know? Oh, shoot, this. I like, like that. What haven't you thought of? And I was just like, I don't know, there's always new ideas, right? I yeah. think that's the cool part about Web3. And it's like, we're in such an infant stage of the space that like, it could completely change in like six months and open up a whole new path that we haven't thought of before. And that's a big thing for our team is like remaining flexible, adapting to the market and like listening to our community, right? I think that that's really where I come in or I was just like, yo, like the community ain't about this. So they're super about this, right? Like, and it's, and it's like that gentle balance on our team. It's like, okay, you know, that balance of like staying true to the team's vision and the intents for the project, but also like including the community's voice and feedback. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, the way I look at it, right? Like once our mint happens and the people who are holders, like they're no different than our team in my opinion, right? Like yeah. we're all like mutually invested in this project, you know? And, and at the end of the day, like we all want the best for it, right? So it's just, how do we, how do we balance that building together aspect is what I always say. Yeah. And that's what I'm really excited for, honestly. No, that's sick, dude, that you like, you guys listen to the community and take notes. Cause yeah, like you I mean, the community is going to be the one playing. So like the more, like the more insight that you, that you guys look towards the community, it's going to make the game like, like better to, for them to play. That's freaking awesome. Wait, I do have a question though. If you could TLDR both games, like Game of Blocks and EverEye and like, a few sentences for people who have never heard of, maybe some people are listening to this podcast and have never heard of either of them. Like, how would you explain both of those games? Yeah, so I would say Game of Blocks is more like a, a 4X game, right? So in the way that it's like farming resources, expanding territory, like conquering, you know, that kind of vibe. And essentially like it's gonna be, at the state as that now, a very simple interface, like 2D board game interface, like our biggest inspirations like for the design were like things like Catan and things like Risk, right? And oh. and combining aspects of like MMOs, right? So like World of Warcraft and Albion in like in a play to earn simple way. And and all of the game of blocks like at the moment is just all about testing different mechanics that work or don't work. So what we do is like we just deploy different mini games. Like right now there's a mini game that's like a twenty person battle royale where you know you put out houses, you put down towers and you put down castles. And oh, then shoot. essentially it's like you generate points. And at the end of the, at the end of the round, rounds are usually like 30 minutes. You get allocated uh, silver based off how many points you have, right? So if you're in first, you get more silver. If you're in 20th, you get less. 
But once you get 4,000 silver, you're able to like claim uh, a free mint for a land. So all the Game of Blast assets were given away for free. Yeah, for us, it was just a way to like give back and also a way for us too to like, you know, test the waters, right? Test the waters and like what works with community, test the waters and to be, you know, enlightened when it comes to like actually making a game, you know, and, it, and in that way, like it's in, like it's early stages of game of blocks. It's gonna be like you know farming and PvP, right? And I think that yeah. that's one of the main aspects of it that makes it different. And and we really aspired by like the open world aspects of MMOs. So that that's gonna be more of like an open world game. It's gonna be faster to the market. I mean, it, it's really built with the community. Where Everize game is is more so inspired by like hero based games. You know, so hero-based games, I'm meaning by games like Overwatch, games like League of Legends, not not, not the game mechanics of that, but like yep. the way in which the heroes interact in those games, you know, like oh, yeah. when you're playing like League of Legends, like remember when I told you, like I've been playing League nonstop, I'm like a Zer like I've been playing Zeri nonstop, right? <laughs> so it's like really inspiration, it's inspirations from that and like, and that's why it's really important to build the IP and build the world, right? Where it's just like what we're really doing now and like what you see with the first hero is like a hero that'll be able to be played in the game eventually yeah. right but like what you're going to start to see now is like the backstory of the hero the world around that hero content around that hero you know and in a way like if you were to look at like league of legends and arcane right like what we what we say inside is like you know in a way we kind of like reverse engineering doing like the arcane aspect first like starting with the content starting with the world around the heroes and then implementing them into the game so i mean the game and we always say like game with like apostrophe games you know because it could be a lot of things right like our ultimate yeah. ambition is a game in which all the heroes interact together but along that way right i could see a world where like there's standalone games around just one hero or a group of heroes right and for us it's like we're, we're really just trying to have fun you know and i think that's like the core aspect for us and why we don't want to rush the game right because like if what we realize is just like when you start to rush things, you know, and especially with play to earn, right, it kind of takes away from that flexibility of, of what it means to like build, right? And I think for us, it's like, you know, we don't, you know, if we don't know, and we don't have the foundation of the hero base yet, like, yeah. there's no point in us trying to rush, like what this game looks like yet, you know, for so like the, the, the focus on the but in the next year is really just like, expanding the universe with more heroes, you building yeah. the content around the heroes that exist, you know, and then essentially creating experiences that allow people to interact with each other, right? Because I think a, a core aspect about games too is like the community, right? And I'm really big. I mean, I think you know me, right? I'm just like trying to have fun, right? So it's just like, no, we're literally the same. That's why I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like tonight we're playing Among Us, right? Like, it's just like a stupid, like, fun thing. I'm just like, hey, I haven't played Among Us in a minute. Anyone trying to play Among Us or would just like meme, you know? But like, I mean, I mean, that's just like the foundation, right? Because I mean, you know, our, we have plans to be interoperable into existing metaverses. Like we have plans to eventually build like our own experience, right? You know, but like we're in no rush to get there. So it's just more of like, how do we like have fun along the way? Because in my yeah. opinion, I mean, that's really what I'm here for, right? Like I'm here for the people around the project and I'm here for like the project's long term. And so I'm just as a person here, try to like foster as many like social experiences as I can. and. And, I, and then a lot of that too, in regards to like the world of Everai comes down to like, you know, rewards for the holders too, right? It's just like, you know, if you're gonna, your ultimate reward of course is like utility of this in the game. But I mean, like if the game, if we assume like the game is like a few years out, right? Like our team is super aware of like, hey, we need perks along the way, we need experiences along the way. So yeah. there's been a lot of fun thinking about like a lot of ways to reward holders from that but like i think you know at the bare minimum 
you could expect more access and and always like more assets as well you know and and like even even in a way too like but yeah i mean first of all so like, of course like there's a there's a new wave of heroes that's coming in the not too far future mm -hmm. right like everyone that you know owns one of these heroes will for sure get access in the same way game of blocks people got access to this you know but then there's also like you know interoperability to an existing metaverse that's that's in the works already and then also like a lot of like the IRL stuff, like we got some figurines that are coming that are pretty dope, you know, like, and of mm. course, like, I think merch is a given, you know, and then, yep. I don't know if you saw, but we made like, we made like a one of one print. So someone in the, uh, someone in the reveal, if they, if they reveal that one of one, they'll be able to claim yeah. it for like a, a print IRL, you know, so we're always thinking oh, about like fun sick. ways and like unique experiences for people because we know too, like a big part of it is like, you know, those those memories that you create as a community and as like a group of holders so like for me that's one of my biggest priorities and for the team as well and and it's just cool that like you know i'm like surrounded by such talented devs where it's just like we could come up with a crazy idea and be like hey is this stuff uh, feasible <laughs> and then and just try it right so yeah you, you know like when, when, we're, when we're thinking about doing that one-of-one -one giveaway we're like you know we were thinking okay we could just do a straight-up giveaway on twitter you know retweet like tag a friend but then I was just like, you know, wouldn't it be fun if we did like a golden ticket thing where it's just like we put this one of one into the collection yes. and whoever reveals it could claim it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, for sure. So, you know, and I was like, I'm like, is this technically possible? They're like, oh, yeah, it's easy. And I was like, perfect. Let's go. You know, yeah. and that's, like, that's kind that's of like so how fun. a lot of things happen with this. You know, it's like we always like plan for the long term, but we're always like super adaptable with like things we could do in like the interim, you know, and, and that's going to be a lot of like Everize culture, right? It's like everything we do, of course, is going to be fostering the world in which the game exists. But along the way, it's we're really open up for like a lot of possibilities into like things we could do with the community and things we could do for our holders as well. So that's uh, so I, I that was like a long summary, I, I think, but <laughs> no, I, I like, you know, I like yeah. yeah, no, I like how you guys are taking your time. So you're kind of like open to adaptability for any new ideas that you guys think of. That's really cool. I guess like since like the launch is coming up soon, what is like an average day right now look for you if you're focused on community? Is it like more towards just like chatting with other like people in the Discord, or is it like mainly talking with your team and and making sure everything is all like set in stone for launch like what is what does an average day look like for you yeah i mean i think it varies so when we started it was a lot of like me being in discord like getting to know people like setting the, the culture you know of like keep keep iterating like our values as a team but now like as we get closer to mid it's really like meeting meeting people that aren't in the community that i think should be in the community whether they're like thought leaders you know some celebrities you know like whales in a way right like yeah it, it's really like a lot of more outbound stuff for me and it's just having like conversations with people and like getting some feedback on like some of the mechanics right like i think one of the biggest conversations i had lately is like hey like you know, like, do you think the, like, regarding like the starting mint price, right? And after a few conversations with people, you know, like, and really having one-on-ones, like, I really value the, the power of having like a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone and like going deep and like open book, you know, like no bars reserved and just like, you know, like, hey, if you think the mint price is too high, like, tell me, but like, also like, yeah. like, tell me why and like, tell me, you know, cause like, I hear this feed, I hear all sides of feedback, right? And I think that, when you're able to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody and then also like answer their questions about like, Hey, like ask me directly, you know, I know there's some stuff you can ask in the space or maybe, you know, you don't get like the, the time to, or so I'm like, Hey, this is the time to do that. So most of my days are honestly like spent on like discord calls, like phone calls, just like talking to, talking to people that I think are, are very insightful into the space and, and talking to people that, 
you know, maybe aren't in the project or on the fence about the project and like seeing, seeing why they're on the fence. Right. Cause like any feedback I get, right. And I value like, you know, like some people saying like, Hey, the mint price is too high. And that led us to being like, okay, you know what, you know, you're right. Right. Like I understand like when we made this, like the market wasn't in like the state it's not now, you know? So, yeah. and after all these conversations and then like seeing, you know, some insights some people are like, okay, we're for sure going to reduce our starting mint price. Cause for us, it's not a matter of, you know, 0.5 or like, you know, 0.3 or something, right? It's just a matter of like making sure that people in the community are able to get it and don't get priced out. And I think a lot of that is like, you know, understanding like the state of the market and liquidity may be a little dry. And yeah. then like, and make, and like, and reminding people that like we're here for the long term. So like, you know, to, to lower it for us was like a given. I just needed to understand like all perspectives. And a lot of that is one-on-one -on -one conversations. And then also like it's starting to become out now more to like host, hosting events for the community, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I have a lot of fun with that too, right? It was just like every, like every night we were basically doing anime night. It wasn't like a planned thing. It was just, oh, I, watch I would watch anime by myself normally. So I was just like, yo, y'all fit to watch some anime? And they were like, dude, of course, you know? And it became like a part of our culture. So it's like expanding that because I think that the way I could see our community being developed too is like, I really hope to create an environment where people kind of like get out of their shell and to be able to use like the Everite platform as a way to grow people's personal brands too, you know, in a way that it's just like, you know, I'm looking for people to like host game nights and looking for people to, you know, someone in our community yeah. would be like, you know, I'd love to like host this Valorant tournament. I'm like, perfect. Like, what do you need for me? So we made like an open events calendar where people could see like all our upcoming events. Like I made a form where people could submit events ideas and if they want to host it and, and what they need from the team, whether it's like promotion or assets or like so even me casting it, right? People, they want me to cast this Valorant tournament. I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm down to cast the Valorant tournament. And like, cause that for me, like that's a special. And I think that's why for me, you know, a big part of the culture is like, how do you elevate the people in the community to become like brands themselves, you know? And I think Azuki did a great job of that, right? And I think like what PXN is doing like with their phantoms is like a cool idea too, right? It's just like, yep. you know, and, and I think a lot of those are like Twitch, you know, like Twitch meta mechanics in a way, right? And, yeah. it's, just a, and it's just a matter of like, it really opened up my eyes and, and what I really, my spin on it is like the, the, the world of events, right? Because I think it's, it's cool. It could be something simple, right? I mean, we play like in-house, like League of Legends, right? And we tonight's gonna be our first time playing Among Us, and I'm like really excited to just run around calling people sus all day. <laughs> like, and I think it's cool because like those memories are precious to me, right? And I think it's cool to like create experiences in which it takes away the seriousness of like you know, like the the NFT world, right? You know, and it just brings it in a way where like, hey, we're just gamers, you know, <laughs> like yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, we're here because of this project. We're here because we're, we support Everide, right? You know, some people maybe be hanging out just because they want a mint list, right? But I'm like, hey, at the end of the day, we're all going to have fun, <laughs> you know, so it doesn't yeah. really matter to me, like why you're here. We're here to play Among Us, right? And that's what the focus is, right? And then like when you kind of like, you know, in that few hours you're playing the game, you kind of just forget about the things around you, right? You forget that we're like here because of an NFT you forget about, you know, the bear market, you forget about the things that are going around the world. And you're just like in this moment with like your friends. And, and to me, there's nothing more special than that. So that's like really what I'm aiming to foster in our community as well. No, I love that. I, I, I actually like love your like mission and your goal, like on like focused on community in the NFT space. I just like, especially when you're like hosting games, right? I sometimes like, so I play like scribble IO a lot. I'm sure you play. Well, like it blows my mind sometimes when we're in like ch video chat playing Scribble, and I'm like, I just remember that these are all people I haven't met, 
and they're all from like like different backgrounds across the world i'm like damn like this is what like nfts and like web3 has done just connected us and we're all just having fun and like we've all gotten to know each other so quickly too in the space because you're just you're just like share like having like creating memories of these people yeah yeah exactly that's my favorite part about the space too it's just like because like for me i like always love traveling and then like with you know lockdowns and everything it was kind of hard to travel but like meeting people in the nft space kind of gives me that fix of just like my favorite part about traveling is meeting people from different cultures around the world and like bonding over something usually drinking honestly you know <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but here we're like bonded by like a project right a lot of us i mean we met in like from the azuki community right and like yep. You know, and like now, like it ended up. Oh, we met in LA, and then like, oh, like you're friends with Daff, and like we're all like a kind of a crew now, right? And like that translates to so many different regards. We're like, dude, I never thought that sequence of events would happen, and I'm just so grateful for it. Right? Yo, your <laughs> works, your face when we told you, like the impact, and isn't that crazy? That's just like, like that blows my mind. Like that's why I, I like recently for like International Women's Day, I like told people just like you know, if you ever are thinking of like talking to someone, like sending a DM, replying, like just do it because like you just never know what will come out of it. And like, I'm sure you didn't know, like from your like one reply tag, like yeah. what you created because like, <laughs> yeah, I remember talking to Picante and like I, I had tagged her first and I, and I, she told me after that, like th she probably wouldn't have done it cause she's like pretty shy, right? And she didn't know how she would feel podcasting. So the fact that you tagged Daph after was basically this like waterfall of like this podcast is actually going to happen. <laughs> dude i was so yeah i mean literally my face was that gif i said i was just like what there's no way because <laughs> you're right i had no idea like i was just like going through twitter doing my typical twitter thing you know responding to things i things that i think are cool and i was just like oh, i always support pods i was just like in my opinion i was like if, if you want to make content make content right because it's just like you know like making content is fun and it's a great way to like meet people and you never know where it's gonna go when I yep. saw that too, I was always just like, Daph, like, here's a podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then fast forward like a month later and we're just like all in LA together. Yeah, yeah. It's so wild. I mean, that's just crazy. Like a domino effect of things, right? And I yeah. think that's cool because the space moves so fast too. Cause like, you know, like I never would have thought you all have been here so soon too. I was like, what? Yeah. No, that's like kind of why I like wanted to podcast too. Like not not only like educating people about like the community aspect and just like talking to founders and whatnot, like all that informational informational episodes are like, are great and thoughtful, but like also just like, th this is like my personal memories, right? Like, can you think about like, like, let's just say like months from now, like ever is like, I don't know, this like crazy gaming platform. And then you like look back on this podcast episode where you're just like talking about it pre-launch. <laughs> You can like listen back to these memories and like that's what I want because it's like this space is moving so fast and I just kind of want to record it like day by day so I have like something to look back on like literally 40 years from now God knows like where the heck this space is going to be. <laughs> no, I love that point of view honestly. The way you say it too, it's almost like a like a video diary in a way. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but in a way that like is it's not just it's like you right like, like you said like you know if we if ever i pops off and we'll look back at this i was like yeah i remember we're just talking about an among us event you know and now here we are in the metaverse like chilling yeah. right like that yeah like what a cool thing that would be and that's what i love about content right and and that's a big thing to talk about too is that like content is perpetual right like and and a lot of it too like you never really know where a piece of content's gonna go or if like which piece of content's gonna pop off, right? And like I came from like the the YouTube space before this. 
And it's just like you're making videos because this is what you want to do for fun. And then if yeah. one of them goes viral, then that's a dream. But you can't plan <laughs> it, right? It's like if, you, if you're just doing things for like clickbait, in my opinion, it takes the fun away. But like things like this that are natural and fun because like you want to dialogue and, and like to track your memories of it. Like this is the type of stuff that I was like, yeah, this is always going to do well. You know, it's like people, people love hearing stories, in my opinion. And everyone's stories are so like unique. Right, and everyone's journey into the space is so unique, and I think it's really cool that you're giving a platform to like share that, honestly. So, yeah, and, up, honestly. Thank you, thank you. And the beginning of this pod was actually I like recently changed the trajectory of it because it was supposed to be like an informational one, but then I realized like I do want to teach people like basic informational like NFT related content, but then I also realized like I don't have as much fun doing that. Like I just have fun like shooting the shit with my friends that yeah. I've made. <laughs> exactly. But then, like, at the same time, though, it's it's still learning. It's still a way of learning. Like, if people are listening to this, they're like, damn, like, NFTs aren't just, like, like, at least people on the outside, right? They're like, yeah. damn, NFTs aren't just for flipping. Like, Sammy's just, like, having fun with her friends that she's made in the space. And, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they hear about, like, oh, parties we're going to or, like, events, you know, nightlife. Like, returning Web3 to IRL. Like, so many fun things. And, like, yeah, like you said, we're playing we're playing Among Us, we're playing Scribble, like we're meeting people. And like some of these, some of the people you're probably talking to too, like when you do go and travel, you could probably meet them IRL too. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I mean, like a big, I mean, it's like what you said, right? And in my opinion too, I think it's, there's something, I mean, there's like, there's like information in the sense of like a presentation, right? Or like I'm presenting this amount of information to you, right? But I think for me, I was never a good student. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> like, like receiving information in that way was hard for me to digest. But like what I honestly, like a big way I learned was just talking to people and like learning through other people's experiences and like interpreting that experience in a way that's relevant to what I'm doing. Right. So I think there's something extremely valuable in like hearing people's stories and like in a natural way that you said, it's like kind of shooting the shit, but we talked on some heavy topics, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. exactly. Like even today, like if people are listening to this and they, and they, maybe they haven't heard about Game of Blocks, they haven't heard about Ever but we're just talking, we're just like chatting about it that like, they're going to learn like right away, you know, like they're, they don't, they're not going to get overwhelmed if they have to like go on the website and read, like, like look for information. We're just like, we're just having fun and chatting about it. So it's yeah. just, it's an easy way to access information. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's my vibe too. Cause I'm like, Hey, I'm not here to like spew off like a bunch of information. I'll give you like the TLDR. Just ask me anything you're curious about. You know, it's pretty much yeah. my vibe. Yeah, uh, dude. Right. Oh my God. I love this. Okay. A few like more like, like fun questions I've got. So I don't want to take up too much of your time, but let's, I, I, okay. I mean, I know I said I didn't like create some, I did create like a few questions for you. <laughs> That's fine. They're, like, they're like curated towards you to the end. Um, let's see. One of them was, oh, what are your favorite like NFT projects? It could be a past NFT project or it could be like an upcoming one and, and it, it, it can't be ever. I know, I, I, of course, of course. <laughs> Obviously it is ever. I, but besides that, the, I mean, the, the biggest one and like, for me that really, the first community, I mean, I was part of like the Axie community, but not on like the not in like a deep way so i mean i have a i have a it's like actually is like my first you know what i mean so it's just yeah. like this special special attachment there and a lot i got a lot of friends like who started guilds and that i still talk to today that are like and i think it's cool and then like you know my, the scholars that i work with now like are just 
a bunch of my boys in the Philippines and like, you know, kind of just like we became like a little family too, right? Uh, so like that was like my first like little small community. And then I would say like Azuki was like one of my like the big like my big like mainstream community I joined in. Like Daph invited me early on. I wasn't really active, you know, but then like yeah. I, I wasn't really active like post mint, right? Because like I didn't really have time to like kick it into Discord as much as I wanted to, but like I was like when I saw all the Zukis on Twitter, I was just like, "Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then like I met a lot of cool people from there. So like honestly, like I got huge love for Azuki community, and people always ask me like, "Are you ever going to sell yours?" I'm like, "Dude, like why does safe on my ledger?" I'm like kind of in love with her. It's probably an issue. Uh, it's like, <laughs> I got my forever Azuki off the gotcha, and I'm just like, you know, forever grateful of that. And like, if anything, I'll get some more. But like, I just love meeting the people in the Azuki community. And, and honestly, like, some of the smartest people, most down to earth, and just a bunch of weebs, too, you know? So it's just dude, like, yes. it's my favorite. So I was like, dude, it's just like, this is, this is my like, crowd, you know? And then there's a new community I got introduced to lately. Just like, they invited me to do an AM, and it would just ended up being like, just super good vibes. Like, ended up like, just talking about life, talking about how we got into it. And that's like the Fortune, uh, Fortune Friends Club, like the Bao community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like with Queen Bao and Bao Bay, like we were just talking and we were just like literally in this AMA just talking about life, talking about like, you know, being Asians in the space and like talking about like how we started and how we got into it. You oh, know, shit. I got that story and then like during the AMA, I ended up getting one, you know, and then no. I was, it was no. funny because like the one I got, I was just like looking through, I was like, is this, is this Bao smoking a jewel? No! <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes! <laughs> and they're like, and they started laughing. They're like, "Oh, we got stories on that." I was like, "Oh yeah, I can tell you, we're all, we're all from the same like, you know, uh, party in Asia crowd." <laughs> Yo, just you're like, just like, let me write the lore for this, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh man, we all develop a nicotine addiction through too much work and too many parties." So. <laughs> <laughs> And honestly, like, I joined their community and a lot of them, like, came into Everide. And they're just, like, immaculate vibes, right? Like, I mean, that's really, like, what I look for. I mean, like, look, I don't, like, look at, I mean, like, roadmaps are a part of it. But even Azuki is, I was just, like, look, man, like, Daph's on the team. Like, regardless, I'm going to support this. She's, like, my homegirl. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, like, I really, honestly, and, like, to this day, I'm, like, you know, they're making a brand, which is cool. But I'm, like, not here to, like, hold them account to, like, deliver something on the roadmap. For me, I'm just, like, if the people are good... You know, the founders are quality and like the team and I could feel the team cares. That's really all I look for. Right. And, and yeah. like, cause that, that's what I echo in our community too. Right. It was just like, Hey, like our team really cares about what we do and like, we're going to hold ourselves to quality standard. And of course, like we have a vision we want to go to, but we're in no rush to get there. So I kind of just look for like projects that have that same vibe. And that's like where I got from investor standpoint. And then, you know, I kind of wish I got into Wonder Pals a little bit, right? <laughs> you know, still thinking about it. I think there's, there's, there's a few things I'm looking for, you know, from the gaming side, right? I think Clementine Nightmare is interesting. I just haven't gone like deeper in the rabbit hole. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I'm just like really out there to meet people. And sometimes those people are like part of communities that I haven't heard of. And I'm like, yo, tell me about this or invite me to your server. Or let's go see what's up. And that's what usually converts me because it's not i mean when i when i invested to something i don't really I'm, I'm the worst investor actually you know that's why i joined building like like i was just like dude i cannot flip things for the life of me i'm like i just like too emotional i'm like what oh i remember this moment i had with this person if i sell then oh my god you know like I, i'm just i'm just too emotional of a person to like be in it 
like I'm like definitely like I always joke around and like yeah the button for the cell doesn't even show for me so it's just like <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm still holding some of my shit coins from like last year that are just actually worth zero <laughs> you know like, it's just, like, that's the thing it's just like oh man and I'm kind of lazy in a way too you know so yeah like I'm really driven by fun and like I know I think like you know, making money is fun and like flipping is like some adrenaline to it but I kind of got past it up through like from my days like when I used to day trade and stuff like that. Like it took a toll on my last relationship, took a toll on my health, and I'm like I'm done with like day trading. I was just like, yeah, yeah. So, Wait, I, I like I like how you look at that though for projects. Like you just look at like the people and like the vibes because like I feel like someone one of my friends once told me like one of the ways to like look for projects is like if the project went down to zero, like would you still be happy with? like the nft and like for your in your perspective it's like would you still be happy with the nft yeah you would because you know you it's your friends you like the community like I, yeah i i like the way you look at it I, I i see a lot of value in that yeah much love yeah and i think a big part of that too is and i met a few people that and i think it's really cool to see right like i won't say the project's name because i don't want to like fud but like yep there was this group of people that came from a project and the project like tanked right but essentially like what happened was the people from that project, like the community members started like their own little alpha group, you know? And like now, like there are a group of friends that hop on to like new projects together. And a lot of, one of them came into Everi and they brought the rest of their crew. And I was like, well, how do y'all know each other? And they're like, oh, we came from this project, you know? And although that project didn't do well, we made a, you know, we met each other. And now like we're a group of NFT friends that we didn't have before. And to me, like that's the most special part, right? Like you always, like from an investment standpoint, I invest into people. Right. But like from a community standpoint, I'm just like looking to surround myself with like like minded people, too. You know, it's just like, yeah. hey, like just because, you know, this one project doesn't work out doesn't mean like the next one that we go into won't. Right. And the more yeah. people you surround yourself with, the more power you have as like a community. Right. Because it's just like, you know, they, they brought in like 10, 10 to 15 people that are going to be probably quality holders. You know, I was just like for that, I was mm. like, dude, because I keep telling them, I was like, if one person makes it and like they're super chill, I'm like, yo, bring your squad. Like, let's make sure they get in here. Let's make sure they get on board. Because, you know, as it says, like you're, what I always say, and it's kind of cringe, which is like your vibes attract your tribe, right? Where it's just, no, like, no. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like, you know, like good vibes people will bring other people of the similar vibes, in my opinion. So that's why it's like, I meet one cool person and I'm like, yo, if you got friends, bring them in here, you know, introduce me to them, tell them, you know, tell me that you're, they're your friend, like tell them to talk to me and like, let, let me get to know them too. Right. And it's like, okay, you pass the, the filter of it, you're chill, right. You're, or you're not like an alt account. Right. Cause there's always yeah. that, there's always that dark side of communities, right. Where people try to abuse kindness in a way, but yep. I'm like, I'm pretty well versed in that. So it's not a concern of mine. And yo, like, that's yeah. hilarious. It's like the slow, the slow rug crew that were just like together traumatized together and they're just looking for a better project yeah, yeah. yeah they're just like a group of their group of homies that are looking to moon together and to me there's nothing <laughs> more powerful than that you know or it's just like hey like we're not giving up on the space because like you know we didn't succeed on our first try and a lot of them are new people too like there was like a few of them that have been in the space for a while but most of them were new right so like yeah. it was just and, and the way i look at it too is like imagine if that group didn't rally like with those new people like still be in the space would be my biggest question right and and that's my my own that's my issue with like some rug projects right it's, it's a matter of like you know if, if a new if that's a new person's first project like do they say stay in the space or do they leave right and i think yeah. you know the space just needs more people in the space right because at the end of the day more users bring in more liquidity right and there's only like if you look at the grand scheme of the world right and like the and like the, literally like we're so the nft space is still so small you know even yeah. though it feels massive and it feels like there's 
people everywhere and there's always some project coming out, right? Like in the grand like scale of the world, it's so small. So I'm just excited for how much it grows. And I think in order for it to grow, people need to be able to find like their community, right? And their yeah. community off the rip, right? Like people, I don't know, like maybe I'll flip the question on you after, right? But like, I don't know how hard, like how hard it is, right? To find those communities. I assume it's pretty hard, you know, to find like, you know, a group of people, especially in some servers that it's just like XP or invite grinding, right? Like, yeah. you know, and that's why a big part for us too, is just like, hey, we're not doing any of that. Like just be a genuine human and make friends. That's your best way to get a mid-list spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like when we launched the Everide Discord at first, it was the closed Discord because we really wanted to like grow slow, bring in a nice foundation. So like the first yeah. people in were like the Game of Locks family, of course. And then like we did a partnership with Zeneca Right. So a lot of like the Zen Academy people. And then I invited Daph as a homie. I'm like, Daph, like, join, you know, join Everide. And then Daph comes in and she's like, do you mind if I invite some of the OBs? I was like, yeah, sure. Of course. And next yeah. thing you know, it's like the OBs came in and it was just causing chaos. Like I remember we were at, we were at like a few, few hundred people and like, I barely had anything set up. I was like, Hey, like we're still setting up the discord. We're just here to like chill and meet some of the early community. And next thing you know, it's like the next day there was like, a thousand and then two thousand like yo i gotta i gotta like close this like yeah. early access invite stuff and then it became like you know and, and that's what i think like, because i'm really big on like the community's foundation and i just like feel really grateful that like the the foundation of the community was like really dope people and like you know a mixture of like azuki community zen academy community yeah. game of blocks community right and then like and that's that's like where the anime night started and we're inside and 269 got me on as like an 86 shiller so now it's just like i think the first word those two said in the discord was like watch 86 and yeah. i was like all right dude like because i i knew like i knew i saw them around in like azuki but i never got to know them but i just thought it was funny that their first words were like chilling in anime and i was like you you all are my people like it right <laughs> Yeah. You're just inviting this. You're inviting like-minded people into your community. That's the yeah, most important part. Exactly. Yeah. And then from there, it, from there it grew. And I think it's it's really it was really cool to see that evolution. And I think that for the health of like the project's long term is really important, right? Because like a lot of those early people were like the people that invited their friends. Because that that's kind of how it got. That's how it kind of got hand out of hand in the beginning, where I was just was like, you know, oh, you guys are all in. You're all you're all in here early. Invite your friends. And then people would be inviting everybody. And I was like, oh, they, I wasn't ready for this scale. We're gonna close it again, okay? So then no. we closed it. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but it was cool because like a lot of people invited their hobbies, and and to me that's the that's the most like that's the biggest form of flattery, right? Where like, yep. if someone is willing to invite their friends to something, in my opinion, like they're putting the reputation with their friends on the line, right? Like, and to me, it was just a huge honor. So I just love seeing that happen. And I always want to foster an environment where like friends can, you know, really have another place and a new way to like create memories with their friends. You know, it's like you yeah. said, like for me, I'm just here to like create memories. Cause like, even, even like for the projects that we're doing and like, even with Azuki, it's just like, I'm, I minted with my team. Right. So we were like all on a call together and like, yeah. we're all yeah, we're all builders. We're like, oh, did you mint? Like, oh, would you? You know, then when the reveal came, like, we were all together. And that's how, like, when we usually mint stuff, because, oh like, God. our team is usually, like, our alpha group in a way, right? So it's yeah. just like, oh, you know, are you minting this? So, you know, oh, I'm friends with these guys. We'll get on the mint list, you know? So then, but then when the time happens, we're coming in. I remember, like, they saw mine. They were like, dude, Andrew, how do you get exactly what the perfect one for you? It's like an ombre waifu with an umbrella with a rare red background. And then, and then I know one of, and I always feel bad for Chris, the dev on the team, because he's like the, he works insanely hard. Like he's literally in his dev game 24 seven, 
But when it, when it comes to reveals, the man's just down bad. The man's just always <laughs> down bad on reveals. But, but, you know, but so what he ends up doing is he gets up picking secondary market for what he really likes. But he's just always like, God damn it again. <laughs> I minted like three projects with him. And he's like, he, he, and he gets, us, he gets us onto the mint list or he's like, you know, a big one. Like, you know, because they help a lot with like some other projects, like smart contracts, like Cosmo Dinos and like NFT yeah. carriers. So they're always like the ones with the plugs as devs. But he's always. <laughs> And I end up swimming secondary. Yo, that's yeah, because he just—he's just like I'm just. Yeah, he's just like my luck is just the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's funny as shit. Oh my god, that, I'm that so funny, dude. I always troll him too. I was just like, are you ready for another low, low roll gotcha, bro? He's like, no talk, don't. Yeah. <laughs> dude, your energy is so infectious. Thank you for like coming on and talking on the pod. I guess for, like for for people who don't know, like when is ever Everize launch date? Yeah. So yeah. So so the the first part of the mint is on the twenty sixth, and it's a public Dutch auction. And then the second part of the mint is on the 27th. And then the last part, which is a public sale is going to be on the 28th. So it's essentially going to be the remaining. So, I mean, it's the, it's the Zuki model, right? And we, and we, when we, yeah. we analyzed a lot of mechanics in which what we wanted to do and all alternatives to avoid gas were essentially, you know, the raffle or a Dutch auction. And for us, like we, we did the raffle thing with game of blocks. And what we realized is that RNG never feels good. You know, yeah. um, it's like, and and me too, because I'm just I always lose the gotcha. <laughs> like I like I'm, except on the review. So I, like, I didn't, you know. And for my opinion too, and what I loved about the Dutch auction model is, I think first of all, I think like you know Dutch auctions are the the mechanic itself is a really great mechanic, right? In regards yeah. to having the community set a value for what they want it to be, and also as a good way to avoid gas, and yeah. also as a good way for also people on the mint list to be able to see the demand, right? before like having to mint and so it could it could also like affect if you want to like spend uh resources on it right and i think like the issue is that like if if it i think there was like some sentiment around like absurdly high starting prices right and and i think you know what happened was that you know people in some projects set the price super high and and they ended up selling at that starting price right which is in my opinion, like the, the, the spirit of a Dutch auction is that you're supposed to let it drop, you know, but yeah. I guess, you know, there's, there is that aspect of like, almost like for us is like, Hey, we're doing a Dutch auction and we understand the negative sentiment around it, but here's why we're doing it. Right. And we're doing a low starting price Dutch auction compared to a lot of what people have been seeing just because it's like, Hey, like in case it does sell out at the top, we want it to still sell out at, at a, at a price that's not like sucking liquidity out of the whole market. You know, it's like, yeah. it's still at what we think is fair. And if, if people value it, it it's at 0.5 right now, but by the time you release this, we'll probably be 0.3, you know? So we, we were, it started, it was going to start at 0.5, right. But then we're dropping it to 0.3 and it's the floor is going to be under 0.1. Right. So we're like, Hey, like if people value it at 0.3 and it sells out, like that's cool. But yeah. if it drops to its floor and it sells out, like that's cool. But at the end of the day, like at all of those ranges, we're like, it's fair, you know, it's fair to the community and it's fair to like the market, you know, in the way that like, you know, people, people aren't going to be so down bad. And I think it's also interesting too, on the aspect of like, 
when you have extremely high Dutch auction starting floors, people are looking to recover the liquidity fast. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, so that's like the spirit of it. And that's why we chose it. And, and then the mint list is going to be uh, 50% of the last Dutch auction sale. So if it sells out at 0.3, the mint list will be 0.15. If it sells out at 0.1, you know, the mint list will be 0.05, so on and so forth. And then the public sale will be the, the same as the last price of the Dutch auction. So again, like if the Dutch auction sold out at 0.3, then the public sale will be 0.3 sold out at 0.15 and the public sale will be 0.15. Yep. And then um, the review will happen like within uh, 24 hours is what we're targeting, but it could oh, be shoot. as long as 48, but it's, it's looking like a 24. I mean, even for me, I'm like, I want to reveal. I want to know what I got. I want to know what I got. Yo, that's a quick like, reveal uh, though. Wanna... In, in, like, I, I feel like that's a pretty quick reveal. 24 hour turnaround, damn. Yeah, just for us, it's like a matter of, you know, we're making sure, so all the assets are going to be rendered before, you know, it's not like we're going to be rendering stuff and then minting the pre-reveal and then doing stuff after. It's like, no, like the reason why, like we, we were aiming mid-March for the mint, but then our artist, you know, Medi, our artist came up to us. He's like, hey, I have some cool ideas for some animated traits. I was like, dude, say less. How many <laughs> days do you need? You know, and he was just like uh, 12 days. I was like, perfect. You know, so we essentially extended our deadline 12 days, which is why we landed on the 26th. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a factor to add in more trades. And also like, you know, these assets are, are pretty, pretty like comprehensive in regards to what's in them. Right. So it's a mixture of the character itself and also all the compositing in the character. So like the background, the effects, the color, yeah. uh, and all of that essentially is going to take a few days to render. But we, what we wanted, what we didn't want to do was to uh, render while we were minting. You know, we wanted to make sure that everything was ready and that what, what people were getting was what we were promising beforehand, you know? So that that's also why it opens up for a faster reveal too, because everything's going to be ready by then anyway, you know? So it's just a matter yeah. of from the dev side, like how much time do we need? How much time on that side? And then they're, they're, they're saying like even between 24 to 48, but leaning towards 24. So I give all love to them. They do sorcery, honestly. I don't understand half of it, but I was just like, all right, just tell me the dates. <laughs> Dude, I'll I, it. That's what I'm here for. Yo, I always like, I, I I always say my podcast. I will like, I will never show a project, but like, yo, guys, look out for the date forever. I, I I like just hearing you talk about it. It just sounds like the team is very, the team is very knowledgeable. The team has a lot of experience, even coming from like creating Game of Blocks, and they're really well prepared. Like like you said about like being being prepared to like flip it twenty four to forty eight hours, like. That's incredible. And that just shows that you guys are very thorough and have put a lot of thought in as a team. So, you know, I mean, Much if there's love. any time to shill, it's now, guys. Check them out. <laughs> Yo, thank you so much for speaking. You're a real one. No you too, you too, Sammy. Thank you again for having me. Hit yeah. me up on his lab. I'll come shield the pod too, for sure. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll let you know when it when it comes on. And I'll also let you know if I end up uh, coming back to LA in a few weeks. Let's let's sure. hang. Let's drink. Potentially work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. For hungover, it makes it a lot harder. So, no, I mean, I, so. y'all, realistically, you're probably just gonna drink. But it, yeah. it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. That's part of the fun too. Drinking uh, is exercise in a way. <laughs> I mean, I, yo, I'm like slamming drink. Like the like, yeah, the the speed I'm slamming drinks. A lot of muscle goes into that, man. Yeah, plus, like the walks after. I usually walk to get food after. You know? <laughs> <laughs> add, add in some steps cannot be unaccounted for yeah oh, you're right you're right them steps to freaking yeah. get, get burritos 
Yo. For sure, for sure. But, all right. Yo, much love, Sammy. Thank you again for having me. This is a really fun podcast. Yeah, no problem, everything. man. I'll talk to you later. Have a good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to you later.